By the way, man, I want to give you something special. Something I won't be using that much now I'm getting married. Is it your Xbox One? Even better. Is this what I think it is? Yeah, man. <laughs> this is the nicest thing anyone's ever done for me. Oh, watch this suit, man. <laughs> I'm fine, I'm fine. I just need a minute. <laughs> On second thought, I'm gonna take that back. I'll see you at church. <laughs> JR Cigars, ditch your best, man. Keep your password. Get ready for Smoke Night Live with Massa Sensei. There we are, ladies and gentlemen. Here we are, Prime Cigar Bar in Brickle, Miami, with the poshest cigar bar that you can uh, imagine. That's why I wore my nice Hawaiian shirt. And we're hanging out here, episode 232, Smoke Night Live. To my right, the incomparable Jack Hire, former co-host of the show. Jack, now with True Estate. How you doing, Jack? I'm doing wonderful. What a, what a tremendous venue and... Uh, one of the greatest guys I've ever met next to me, and then also Terrence is here. <laughs> Classic bit. I'm glad I got that out early. To Jack's right, of course, Terrence Riley, Agonor's leave. Uh, Terrence, how you doing, brother? Oh, just living the dream, living the dream. Can't complain. Yeah, so thank you for joining us on a uh, Friday night in this uh, incredible, incredible location. Probably the greatest day of our life. Greatest day of our lives. I don't want to blow it out of proportion, <laughs> it's probably the greatest day of our lives. So thanks to all you guys joining us on Facebook. I see everybody hanging out, having a good time. This is the normal smoke night, live night. But guys, this, for the next three weeks. Oh my goodness! It's this is a this You're is the, moving in. I think you have to declare residency after yeah, three days. I found the, out. It's the, like a roller coaster. The road tour extravaganza uh, Sunday. Oh, by the way, before I get into this, uh, Jordan's back in Denver at the studio. Jordan, how you doing? Hey guys. And you got a studio audience there. We got a studio Low audience camp. here. We got Woo! low cam. We don't have an audience cam here. We don't have an audience cam, but Trey and Storm from uh, Cigars Warriors here hanging out. In hey. the, in the uh, Support the troops. Donate to Cigars for Warriors if you uh, don't. Somewhere around here is uh, Shia Goldberg from uh, Prime Cigar Bar, who is the generous host. What a wonderful venue. I mean, oh. this is insane. The dude is amazing. They got an incredible whiskey selection. I'm surprised they let you guys in, to be honest. Uh, we were a little bit, too. This is a, the first cigar shop bar that I've ever been with an elevator. So that was a big moment for me. Whoa. Yeah, when you, you have an elevator... In your cigar, you gotta push a button to get in here. You gotta push a button to get in here. Push a button. It's incredible. Jack so, doesn't even have an elevator in his building. He lives on the 18th floor. <laughs> no, I actually died. I, I live above a garage. That is not a joke. That is a real situation. But we can move on. Talk about other stuff. So, <laughs> this the, uh, the cigar dojo tour is going to be incredible. So tomorrow, of course, is the Great Smoke Abe's event in uh, kind of near Boynton Beach, sort of. Uh, Florida. Sure. One of the one of my two sure. Jack. One of my two favorite events. That post got some buzz on it. Of the entire year, you got the Great Smoke, and you got Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest in August. I mean, I don't miss these events for the world. For the world, baby. And so we're gonna be there tomorrow, hanging out, having a good time. Terrence, you'll be there. Yep, I'll be there. Slinging cigars. 
I, I don't refer to it that way. It's more of an art form. Yes. I'm not a used BMW sales. Have you sales. seen the passion that they take in their leaf? You don't just sling yeah. it. Yeah, you don't he sling it. He delicately places yeah. his cigars in the, Come on. In the consumer's hands. Have some dignity. And then he actually, which, which might take a little bit of time, he's going to do an individual tasting with every member at the booth tomorrow. So if you come tomorrow, you'll have pudidos of all of the Agonorsa selections. Not, That's not, true. Not, <laughs> oh, I just, just have a horrible day for you tomorrow. Terrence, what's it like when you have the whole, you know, line of people just lined up to, to just to get to see you and meet you and shake your hand and touch you? I think they're mostly looking for the cigars. So I'm, <laughs> I'm just kind of there. You can put a, a body there. It wouldn't really make any difference in my case, you know? Who would, be good, who would be a good, like, bizarro Terrence Riley to put there and just kind of like, yes. this is Terrence, Terrence Riley. That's what I need. I need a clone <laughs> yeah. or some person that kind of looks like me that I can just say is me. Talk to yeah, Rocky Patel. I'll we'll get you hooked up. Yeah. yeah. You have a theory, a long-time theory that, uh, or we had a theory. That, what, like Elvis? No, that there are, because Rocky traveled so much for so long that there are a few Rocky Patel, like there's a Rocky Patel clones that he deploys across the United States. Like Elvis's? Yes, there's like, no, not like Elvis's, these are literal cyborgs. <laughs> like automatronic they're, they're Rocky Patel. They're not actual clones, they're, they're robots. Yes. Right. I don't know, we haven't really sussed that out. <laughs> that doesn't seem as believable. <laughs> this was a more clone thing, I, you had me going for it until you said the robots. No, because you, it's, you know it's Rocky, but you know, sometimes you're like, which one? Is this V3.0? Is this what? I don't know. <laughs> just, you're you're talking talk about other like, stuff, too. I don't know. <laughs> you look for, like, you're like an airplane. You check for, like, the cigarette lighter. Like, oh, you want to see, oh, this is an older model? You yeah, know? yeah. Right. You look at what you're smoking. Yeah, you're like, oh, that's 1990? <laughs> this is a... Ah, this is a first generation. Yes. <laughs> so, then Sunday, guys, yes. uh, I head to Perdomo. Well, Terrence, you got something on Sunday, too, though. Yeah, I'll be the, the brunch. Smoking brunch. Well, let me, can I do my no, thing? Thank you. And then, <laughs> and then he can, Jack, and then he can do his yeah, thing? Just, oh, yeah, you just invite us on your show. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, you talk about yeah, yourself yeah, the entire yeah. time. Go ahead. So Go ahead. I'll be so spending some time at the Perdomo factory with Nick and, uh, and, and a bunch of other guys. Coop will be there. That's going to be a blast. And, okay, now, Terrence, you have a Sunday brunch. I don't want to talk about it this morning. <laughs> okay. No, we have a great the Sunday brunch after the Great Smoke. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're uh, actually going to raffle off a bottle of uh, Master Selection uh, Havana Club. Oh. So very, very delicious. So how do people partake in that? Is oh, it too late? With, with purchase, uh, they just simply – oh, how do they partake in the event? Yeah, I, th I don't know. I think uh, there's tickets available, but I think they still have some you can buy them at the door too. So if you haven't bought one yet, I think they – Sold about 100, but I think they have up to 150, so. So, Terrence, you're having an event, but you have no idea how that you can participate. Look, just going to show up I, I just show in the up, event. I just show up, show up and the magic happens there. <laughs> yeah, and smile and do a couple backflips, and that's the end of it. And so then the week will continue after that. Uh, next Friday night, I will be at the Alec Bradley headquarters, because that will be the night before Earl Dashi comes out, our Leaf Day cigar. That's the uh, the cigar that goes on sale a week from tomorrow, guys. A week from tomorrow, it's going to be epic. Uh, so that'll be fun. And then Jack, after that, we head to Nicaragua once again. The boys for Cigar Safari, and we'll be live from Cigar Safari uh, two weeks from tonight. Electric, I can't. So wait. this is insane. It, this is just the beginning of. Uh, Eric, I had a huge revelation last time. Yes. Nicaragua full trip, no Nicaraguas. Stomach intact. I'll share some of my secrets with you. But I thought so you made it through. 
perfect. You made it through without the Nicar the Nicaragua. My, I, I have a theory that I'm working on. Yeah. Perfect stomach plan. Okay, what's well, here? You only drink Tonia and eat only meat. <laughs> perfect diet. Terrence what else is there to have? Yeah, but that's I sometimes you try to try to go with like some lettuce or something, get cute with some vegetables. No. No. Nothing. The fruit's okay. What about uh, soda? No soda. And then also also the smoothies are really good. But I was realizing it's like if you drink eight of those smoothies, you're probably gonna be in trouble no matter what. That's that's the first time we went to Nicaragua. Terrence, do you uh and you just intentionally drink the water? Like a whole pitcher. Yeah, I did try that. And I just drank the tap water. Just like just get a it. seat. Just like just do so it. like do like a like kind of like a like when they when they cured polio. It's like if I just did a sip of water, maybe that my body could like process it. It was an incredibly unsuccessful test. <laughs> it worked. Did not work. I would not advise that method. <laughs> I've been knock on wood. I've never had any problems ever in all the years I've gone. Never. Jerk. Well, Jack, the the exciting thing, Jack, is cigar safaris kicking back. Up. Yes, I, I attended our after first, a year. Our, our, we did a test run. Yeah, and then we had a couple tours. We got a couple more, and then we are hoping to launch a full slate next year. And we're gonna do some massive updates, upgrades, the whole nine yards. So, so this year there's four or five uh, tours. It's, it's been a year off, and you kind of wanted to make sure we've upgraded security. Want to make sure everything looks great, and we have the you know the, the basics down. And then next year we're going to moon. Back to back to full guns because things have settled down. Yes, and it's and it is it's safe. You feel great there, and it's very low key. Everything's awesome, but we just wanted to make sure we had our you know you cover your bases to be your own. Ducks in a row, as they would say. Well, yeah, and then we're training it. Yeah, ducks in a row. Ducks in a row. I get yeah. that. And, ducks uh, in a row. Let me I'll say it one more now, time. Completely different jobs. So we we are training a new Henry that's going to be our tour guide doing all that type of stuff so his name's francisco awesome guy so okay yeah, we're francisco i like how that sounds dude he, he's like mini pacquiao he's like ripped and short and he runs like 40 miles a day or something like that he's gonna be a lawyer it's awesome guy so if if, if folks want to go on cigar safari next year because yeah, just keep your just keep your this year you wouldn't be able to go this year was a very limited run a lot of that was kind of making up for some of the dates that were unfortunately kind of postponed from last trip so we're Redoing it and refacing it and getting ready. But if anybody has not gone to Cigar Safari, Barn Smoker, rock and rolling. We just sold out the Florida Barn Smoker. We're close to selling out every single Barn Smoker. So it's going to be a huge year for Barn Smoker as well. So nice. Barn can't, Smoking. Madness. If you can't make it to Cigar Safari, we have an American tobacco experience. This is pretty stinking awesome. I you, guys, Barn you know what I realize is I can cover up your crotches with uh, this. Oh, thank God. Oh, no. yes. <laughs> so I can stand so. in the middle. Yeah, a little, a, little, a little peek behind the kimono. Uh, <laughs> Terrence had to move because there was a pretty aggressive angle. I think <laughs> Jack was making me... Oh, it was, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, Jordan, uh, back in the studio, what are you guys smoking tonight? What's what's going on in Denver? Well, I'm uh, finishing off uh, Mi Querida Triki Traca. Robusto. That's the review today. Which Banger. I today. And uh, what about the boys? I was lucky enough to be gifted one of your Uru Doshis. Oh, the boys broke. Wonderful leap year cigar. Can't Uru wait. Doshi. Oh, oh, he's got the Uru Doshi. Uh, don't tell Coop. That's a teaser. Teaser. Oh, yeah, you can't tease. What do you got, Matt? Take your time. You're not, you're not coming in on the audio. 
Oh, wait. Am I working now? That's yes, Aaron. there, there you are. Is. I've got a little Fagata. Forgot about it. Fagata. I'm from Norway. Come on. So uh, <laughs> I'm smoking this uh, Hagenors uh, Signature Series. Very tasty. Jack, what do you got going? I got a big old Undercrown Sun Grown. Oh. And I, I did smoke that previously. It's delicious. Yeah. And we also smoked the... Uh, the house cigar here, the La Family Robania Empire oh. Social Cigar. Earlier. Do we have that? Have Jack? Yeah, one right yeah. there. So they made That's it. really good. It's the Corona really good. Four, or 546. Delicious. 546? Five and a half by 46. And uh, Terrence, what do you got going over there? I've got our uh, project that's coming out this summer, the Lunatic uh, Torch. Uh-huh. Uh, unfinished foot. And is delicious. All right, let's get right into that torch, because uh, you shared that on Facebook. And I know people are interested in it. Uh, give us the lowdown on the Lunatic Torch. Uh, I want to hear the whole story. What's the deal? What's the blend? What's it like? Well, it's, a bl- it's a blend that we actually have. Uh, that's It's been around for a while. But the packaging, like a lot of things when I came into the company, was, uh, was pretty terrible. Uh, oh, it it kind of looked like something that, like, wow, Illusion rejected <laughs> as, a, as a design. And uh, it just looked. Wow. I think it looked like we're getting like a Terrence uncuffed. Yeah, I like this. No, it just it, it wasn't good packaging, basically. But the blend is excellent. Uh, and the other thing was though, the unfinished foot was a little too long. It was about it was about a full inch. It was like two feet long. It was like half the cigar. Completely unsmokable. Yeah. And uh, there's no wrapper at all. <laughs> yeah, they just put a binder and then go. And and so it was a little bit too too long before you. With, with the way it is now, it kind of wakes up the palate. It's really spicy right away. And then, uh, and then it kicks Ooh. into the wrapper, and it really bounces out and becomes really – it's like a bone-in ribeye. It's just delicious. And so now that's a, that is a large cigar. Well, it's a 6.5 by 52. I mean, it's yeah. large, I guess, but it's, it's not outrageous. No, no, but it's it is – chunk it, of tobacco. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a substantive piece of tobacco. Good word. You know? Yes. And um, so uh, when will that uh, – this is the summertime? It yeah, it'll out? be coming out in, in the summer. We'll, we'll probably have our uh, – some of our select accounts get it in late May, and then uh, at the show it'll be it'll be open up. To huh? So lunatic. Now, how does lunatic fit into the overall Agonorsa line? Is it the uh, how so, would you so describe kind of, it? So it's one of our two kind of bread and butter lines. There's the, the traditional JFR, which comes in 50 count tabs. It's really it's traditional presentation. It's very it's really nice. It's uh, actually this same size is in uh, is in JFR. Six and a half by fifty-two, super tall. That's oh, a huge, sellers. huge size. Six and a half by fifty-two. Well, there's also we have a lot of big range gauges as well in the sixties and seventies for JFR. But uh, it's that's kind of a traditional look, and the lunatic is is a little bit more edgy, a little bit more new new age kind of look to it. And so it's two different kind of consumers, but they kind of fill the same. They're big range gauge, most of them, uh, not all, but most. Um, and, and they just kind of have two different looks. They're, they're price-wise, they're both great values. So they're kind of a bread and butter. I really liked the, the one last year that was the Lunatic where, where it was a big ring gauge, but it had the double perfecto. So yeah, I didn't those. feel like I was smoking like the mass. I didn't have to like unhinge my jaw to smoke it. Yeah, it, it, it was, uh, that's kind of when the, with the taper, I'm not a 60 guy personally, but with the, the Loco 60, it's a fat perfecto, but it's, a. Uh, it doesn't feel like you're smoking something. Out there. I would consider myself kind of a fat perfecto. <laughs> a bit of a, ta- a bit of a taper, but you know, it's all where it needs to be. Terrence, is the is the lunatic a, a stronger than the JFR? It, yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a little bit stronger than the JFR. J, uh, JFR comes in, in uh, Connecticut, Corojo, and uh, Maduro, 
and uh, the lunatic comes in Habano and in Maduro Centris Maduro, and they're and the lunatic is a little bit more more potent, uh, more aggressive than, than the regular JFR. JFR is kind of again, it's more traditional cigars, both in presentation and in terms of balance and flavor. You know, Terrence, it was only maybe a, a little more than a year ago when people were still questioning the change from Casa Fernandez to Aganor Salif as the main branding strategy. But now you just think of it as Aganor Salif. So I would say you've done a, a really good job of transitioning what is would be hard to do, like transitioning something that people knew as Casa Fernandez to now Aganor Salif. But you don't even think of it that way anymore. Now you just think of it as Aganor Salif. Was there a time in there where you were worried like, you know, wow, maybe are, are people getting this? Are they understanding why we're changing this? Well, and again, when I came into the company, I, that was the goal right away. When I, so it was eventually to change over to Aganorsa, that we kind of identified that that's what's interesting about us is the tobacco. It's, uh, it's not a cult of personality company. It's not a kind of lifestyle company. It's, what's interesting about us is the tobacco we grow. So make that the focus. Yeah. We did to give uh, Nick Malo and Dion from uh, Lugione credit. They both pushed for it to happen faster. I was kind of looking at a transition for about a year, and then after about four months, um, they kind of were like, "Listen, you should just do it all at once. Just tear the bandaid off and get it over with." And uh, and and we did, and it, and it worked out pretty well, as you just said. And now people really identify us as Agonorsely. Um Some people because. They weren't really aware of us before, quite frankly, and so now they've only known us as Agony Right. And uh, other people, um, we've just done a good job of, of, uh, of focusing on that aspect of, of who we are, and, and now that's all they think of. Yeah, I've seen uh, some of your Facebook posts. You've been in Nicaragua, what, twice in, in January? Yeah, our sales meeting, then I was at Puro Sabor for the yeah. festival. So How did the festival go? It was very well organized. I think attendance-wise, uh, it was down from two years ago when they had the last one, but it was, it was done very well. And I think next year, I think people were basically kind of because they had the year off and they had the situation in Nicaragua and people were kind of like, uh, you know, what are we going to get here? Yeah, I was just going to go and you know, everyone went and nobody died and you know, we got in prison or, you know, <laughs> uh, so the bar. That was the bar. They're like, yeah. We're open to have a festival where nobody dies. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, there was no revolution that went on. And, uh, and so, uh, I think next year it'll be better because it was really well done. They, they executed really well. It was, it, was, it, was, it was a nice, all the dinners were really well done. Uh, and then obviously the tours and everything were great. So. so now there's several festivals. One just finishing up right now, Pro Cigar in the DR. And Terrence, you've been to that great, one. Great festival. That's a biggie, right? Yeah, it's, uh, I, I miss Pro Cigar. I, I went, uh, I think for the first 10 years, I was at every one. And uh and I, I love going. It, it's really well put on. Uh, I just I travel so much. I haven't had time to go back since uh, since I've been home with that. Person. Right. So yeah. So that's sort of like the Nicaraguan version of that. The Pure Samar is yeah, exactly. the Nicaraguan version of Pro Cigar. And so when guys who can go down, I mean, folks that might want to go to that, they just anybody is yeah. That? I mean, basically, uh, you sign up and you buy your ticket and you get down there. And once you're there, they kind of take you around and, mm -hmm. and you really it's nice because it's a great opportunity to see a lot with them. it's almost like a cruise you know you, you see the islands but you, you don't want to spend a week at each one right well you can kind of go you know go on the cruise and you spend a day here and a day there and wherever and it's kind of the same thing they get you there and you see one factory and the next factory so you get to see a lot in a short period of time and that's what's really nice about it because most people aren't going to go to nicaragua 
multiple times right. know, for the most part. So if, you, if you're a huge cigar uh, person and uh, and you want to see a lot and you don't have a lot of time, the festivals are the best opportunity. There was a bunch of Drew Estate stuff going on at the Puro Samar, I saw. Yeah, yeah, JD, yeah. JD was attached to a three-hour tour, and we did a lot of different, we had a, a dinner, there was speeches involved. Yeah, his speech was great. Yeah, was I, great. I, 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 I saw clips of it, and oh, I could tell great. that it was a good one. It was yeah. awesome. They're asking him questions, and he goes, I don't really want to talk about that right now. And, <laughs> and he did this whole spiel, and it was great, man. It was awesome. we're, we're really excited for that. He was we're awesome. excited for, you know, the everything coming back, and being copacetic in Nicaragua, we're really excited for that to be a... Yeah, that's exciting. I mean, I'm I'm so glad now that they, things are kicking back off. Cigar Safari is starting back up. Pure Cigar is back. It seems like the cigar world is sort of like, you know, it's like a whew. It's yeah, like who the the air is you know released yeah, and everybody's absolutely. sort of back into it. Uh, so boys, uh, the the thing that we did a couple weeks ago was TPE. Now Jackie, you weren't there. No, but I wasn't allowed to go. They wouldn't let me near it. But Terrence, yes. TPE was. The Tobacco Plus Expo was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. It was yeah, a very was good. good event. I mean, I definitely was not prepared because I, I would have had more people go. <laughs> I was the only person there, so uh, it, I was busy for three days nonstop and lost my voice, uh, which I usually lose in Vegas. But this time, I tried to really prepare to lose, you know, to avoid losing my voice, and I still lost it. But I thought it was really well done. Um, it was. It, we were really happy with it. So yeah, it was cool. Like. Um, like th- th- some people gave a lot of flack to the fact that there was unconventional tobacco products. Well, for, for me, again, I, I'm basically glued to the booth, so I right. never even see. I mean, I never walked around or anything the whole time. Okay. I mean, I did. Okay, well, you and can there was good, good for you. Terrence. There was some Jeez. stuff. There's yeah. some stuff going on. But I didn't find it uh, like a bad thing. Like it, to me, it just seemed like you know tobacco products all together in one. Yeah. convention hall and i didn't have an issue i know some well, guys had an issue with it I, every cigar store that sells cigars only sells cigars. right you know, there's a lot of places like prime that are a high-end cigar focus, focus but there's a lot of places that are you know grab and go here's your cigars here's maybe a vape product here's this and that Nothing right wrong with that. so so we have to i think you know people always say terrence like you know the, the tobacco industry should come together come together da 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 and then there's this event, and then the people are whining that we're together, right? It seems kind of strange. Well, I, guess, I guess it's all the definition of who's, what do they mean by together? Who are the people yeah. they're meeting? You know, so uh, well, it's hard with the regulatory things that a lot of the people that are, you know, helping I mean, our regulatory. The, the other side of it, just to, you know, because nobody, Devil's everyone here, I think, thought it worked really well. You weren't there, so you're not even really part of this conversation. Um, but uh, we were both there, and I think we both are kind okay. of the same. All right, I get it. But on, the, but on the other side, I guess if you're trying to separate yourself as something that's, you know, this is not, you know, there's no interest from children. It's a handcrafted product. It's a different thing than everything else that's out there. And then you're all together. I guess there can be an argument that maybe. What a that, downer. That, that what blurs a, that message. What a downer, this Terrence guy. I'm just showing the other side of the conversation. I don't personally feel that way. I agree. I think it was really, it was really well advocate. I respect that. Yeah. But one of the things at TP that you were showing was the very unique and different looking product, the Supreme Leaf. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. When I first saw that product on like Facebook, I did not like the look of it. Thanks. 
I did not. Like <laughs> yeah. I didn't like really glad to hear that. But when I saw it in person, I, I, I much preferred it like in person. Like it's pretty cool looking in person. I don't know if it photographs as well, but it was a really good strong cigar. Talk about Supreme Leaf a little bit. Tell people about that cigar. Yeah, if you go to uh, Aganorce Leaf Instagram or Facebook, you can see pictures of it. Or TikTok, probably TikTok. TikTok is on there too. <laughs> um, and uh, and the idea was to kind of capture a, dip, a different segment of the market. And so we, most of our packaging is very traditional, which is great. We're kind of more of a traditional company, obviously. But we kind we wanted to kind of grab the attention of other consumers that are kind of looking for for something more modern and unique, and the color scheme really grabs your attention. So some people are going to look at that and maybe not like it, and then I think other people are going to love it. it. I mean, at the show, I could have, I think I would have made more if I knew how how successful it would have gone. Uh, we we sold out completely at TPE, um, but no matter who whether you like it or not, it's going to catch your eye. It's going to bring attention to, to us. So people are going to look at it and say, oh, I've never really noticed this before. This is different. Let me try it. Or they're going to say, I don't really like that, but it still catches their attention. And they're going to see our other products next to it that are more traditional. And they'll probably be more apt to, to smoke that. So that's really, the idea is always, it's, it's like, how can we grab a new consumer? How can we grab a person that's smoking something else and, and get them to try our product? Because if you're just recycling the same people, right, it doesn't really. Yeah, and after a while, you know, when you have, you know, the uh, the standard Agnorsa Leaf band and then the sub band, you've seen that. And we actually had a comment from that. So when I came in, we, we were so kind of all over the place in the packaging that the cigars could all be next to each other, and you wouldn't even know it's the same company. So we that, and we've largely done a good job of that. Now you can you can obviously see it's all the same company, but. The, the differentiation wasn't drastic. It was, you know, a different foot band, a different secondary band, but it, it was, it was. If you look quickly, you can mistake one for another. Um, and this, obviously, what I like about it is it, it's completely different than anything else we've done, but it's still immediately recognizable as Agonorsa. So, and talk about that now. I smoked it at the show, and I really liked it. It seemed to me at the show like it was a pretty powerful cigar. Yeah, I think I think it's very intense flavors. Uh, it's still to me, it's very balanced. It's not it's not aggressive. It's just very very flavorful, rich. And I I usually don't use these words, but on the cold draw, I get like a raisin, which I you know is very rare. I don't usually get that type of. You don't use which flavor. words? Yeah. Cold draw? Raisin? No, I, I don't usually like uh, you know it tastes like blueberry pie and all this. Stuff. Oh, but uh, in Boston, I, back in Boston, three three things it tastes like inside the championship. It's more like Jacks do all this. Yeah, they gotta kind of, you know, they're all, all my accents are turning into Eric Espinosa <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. or Ryan Gallimore yeah. more you predominantly. Gotta, you got you to work. You got to do some work. Yeah, what I say. So that cigar is available now? No, well, I have two uh, two launch events next week. One uh, it, it, uh, in Tennessee and one in uh, Kentucky. And, uh, and then it's going to launch next month in uh, March. All yeah, right. Excellent. Awesome. That's awesome. So before we get into some other topics... Uh, I want to say this show is sponsored by JR Cigars, one of the world's largest online cigar stores. Can you let me do one paragraph as Eric Espinosa and then Terrence do the other paragraph as Eric Espinosa? Sure. No, mine's, not, mine's not good enough. Uh, no. You don't want to lively broadcast that? No. All right, so uh, Jack, yeah, you, do the, you can do, do the. You do do the, do the it. Go, it's on you. Bro, JR's inventory ranges from everyday bundle cigars to incredibly high end boxes. Including the brand new Cabanas, crafted by the legendary Dom Pepin Garcia. Don't forget to check out more. 
when you're when you're on your social media, your Instagram, your Twitter, Facebook, don't forget to so- check out our social media pages, including YouTube. That was more of a that was a weird yeah, yeah, yeah. where they feature cigar reviews, interviews, and a weekly top five video. And I'm losing it. It's starting to slowly fade away. Check out JR Cigars for all your previous cigar needs. <laughs> wow. I feel like that was a great idea at the beginning, and it's slowly just like, it's, it's hard to do an Eric Espinosa for a whole week. Wait, nice. We were talking about it for a decent amount of time. Sammy Phillips, the La Polina. Oh, that was, it was a very good cadence. If, if, you, if you go back to our TP videos, watch the uh, La Polina video, because Sam Phillips does an incredible Eric Espinosa. It's hilarious. Very good. By the way, Eric had a big event last night. Couldn't make it there because I was still in Denver, but they had a... A big event in West Palm Beach. Wish we were there, but uh, didn't make it. So, uh, hey guys, uh, this cigar bar was right in the, right in the, the thick, the thick of it for the Super Bowl. I want to get Jack. I haven't even got to talk to you about the Super Bowl. What did you? Uh, well, I live very far away. So, so I live, I think, as far away from Miami where we are now. And still live in Miami. I'm kind of in the Everglades. So I had a okay. nice... I went to my landlords. We watched the Super Bowl. Where do you I, live? Live? I live in West Kendall. So like... Wow. What are you, 88th and Chrome Road. Like, You're the only gringo down there, man. I think I might be. I don't know. I got some nice neighbors. They, they make some good food. They had like a... <laughs> good food. A, what is it called? Like a hummon? Like they just break it out. They're like, all right, who wants some snacks? It was just like a pig leg or side <laughs> or something. They're just carving it. And I was like... This is wild, man. This is not. But what did you think of the game itself? I was a little. I'm from Denver. I'm a Denver Broncos fan. Obviously, it was a terrific game. The result, I could not be less pleased. I mean, it was a great game. But yeah. You wanted San Francisco to win? The Chiefs. I wanted to go entire life without seeing the Chiefs win anything. I think. I think the beauty of it, though, was. There was no Tom Brady or Patriots in of course, and that's what we all say. Always. And we were talking so about weird. that before. It was so hot. It was, so hot. It was like, we, what's going on? Who are these teams? Where's Tom Brady? Actually, it was actually. I have to say this. It was. It was nice to watch the game, like, and just watch the game because usually, I'm, you know, the last three years, you know, it's been. It's been the Patriots. <laughs> it's basically the Patriots. Dude, that's, your, that's your brag. Yeah, that's yeah. your. That's that's a, it was, it was, Yeah. Again. You, when you're in it every year. Talk about a spin zone. Yeah, you're always. You know, <laughs> it was so nice to not be in it this year. Yeah, I, I was exhausted from all being the being in it. it. Yeah. It was, sometimes it's too much. Yeah. Like, you know, some, some rules, it's almost too much. Yeah, Jordan. We're getting a lot of comments about your shirt. So, like, when you when you got your apartment, did you just open up the closet and it was already in there, or how did this, to be honest? How did this uh, to be honest, Jack Jackie Roadhounds is in a bit of a bit of a shirt crisis. So this is. This is dressing up for me. Uh, my mom bought it for me, and she's a lovely lady, so I'd appreciate it if we can keep that to a minimum. Respect the well, it's respect just, it's the show, shirt. Miami. I just figured it was just like came with the. And with I had this in I had this in Denver, Colorado. So yeah, you know, respect the respect the game. But yeah, I do look cool. Thank you guys. Yeah, I appreciate that. The Facebook cool. loves you, Jack. They, they they love you. I can't see the comments, but I'm I'm sure they're all positive. Yeah, it's, it's something that uh you know you might wear to a nightclub that sells cocaine and chameleons. I don't know what any of that means, but yeah, I'm in. Sounds good. Well, not for the not for the illicit drugs part. That's illegal, and I'm not saying that. Uh, so I would say the the Terrence. What would you say? Are the Patriots done? Is Tom Brady coming back? Is it over? A thousand back, years. A thousand, back to the Patriots. A thousand years of darkness. Probably win one more Super Bowl. A thousand years of darkness. Really? Yeah. 
I have said that they that he, he can barely he's throw about thirty yards. He's coming back. You shut sure. your mouth. He looks old. You look old. Ouch. All right. Moving on. That's <laughs> one thing that made jokes about me. Please don't speak <laughs> yeah. all the time. But, you know, have some, have some respect. Have, have some class, yeah, sir. A little bit of class and dignity. Jordan, do we have any questions from Facebook besides about Jack's shirt or no? Well, we, got, <laughs> we got more on Jack's shirt. Uh, Joe Grow oh, said, wow. Joe Grow was saying that JD had some choice words to say about your shirt. Maybe. Well, my first, my very first day, <laughs> I didn't know the dress code. I'm true to the state. Ah. It's very casual, that I've, as I've since learned, kind of T-shirt, jeans, whatever. But uh, the only the only interaction I'd had that I knew I was safe with was, you know, a nice a nice polo shirt. Cardigan. No, just polo shirt. I went untucked. I was like, you know, an NG polo shirt untucked. And JD saw me in the shirt. He said, I'd appreciate it if you never wore that shirt again. <laughs> <laughs> then, it was not my best shirt. Um, and then, okay, a lot of, I'm, I can't read that, but I'm sure it was mean that popped up on the screen. <laughs> and then, so I, I was like, we get a lot of comments that Joe and I kind of have similar dress attire. So I've been trying to kind of be edgy. Like sometimes I'll wear a hat backwards. And so then we were in Nicaragua and I wore this same shirt and Joe wore just a collared shirt, but it looked like we were wearing the identical. We had like shorts on. We looked kind of very similar and that's been a recur. And we're both kind of rangy. Rangers. How rangy? How does how is your uh, tattoo taken at the company? The tattoo hasn't gone over well. <laughs> to, be, to be totally frank, and it's not it's not as funny as I thought it would be. So that's something, and, and I also learned. I also fun. learned that my my coworkers when you Google Camacho tramp stamp, there's like fourteen images that are just boom right there, which is not a secret that I have a tramp stamp. You know, I thought it would go over a little better at a competitor's company when I have a tramp stamp. I think it's got over pretty well, quite frankly. I mean, well, yeah, the fact that I am employed <laughs> is, is actually yeah. on the inverse it's of that. It's very forgiving. Yes, that was good. But, you know, it's not as funny as you as you would think. Maybe well, it's, it's not so much ha-ha funny, but more nervous funny. Like, yeah, it's exactly yeah. that. And then, you know, there was discussions about I should get a dirty rat fighting the scorpion back oh. there. And it's like, I don't know. You know, we start getting into yes. that. And it's like... Maybe we could do that when we're down on Safari. I'll you're you're like a gambler that keeps well, betting to get also, back when he lost. I've okay. also heard, though, that there, every Drew Estate employee that's got a tattoo, except for a few, have you know since departed. So it's like, I don't ah. want to wish that on. I'll get a dojo neck tattoo. Just okay. say right here. We'll have yes. little, Mar- little Marvin do it. Are you, are you yeah. saying you're not going to work here for the rest of your life? No, that's why. That's why I, that's why I don't want to get the tattoo. So I want to have a long and illustrious career. <laughs> So you're saying it's like a, it's, it's, it's like it's like the Madden cover curse. I I'm not pr- propagating that, but I have heard that a couple times. I was even down there. I was like, you know, I was thinking prove the loyalty, like you know, and they, no, there's kind of a stigma involved with getting a company's tattooed on your body over you know the course of a couple of days in a foreign country. So right, right. Yeah, I've rethought that, <laughs> and I'll do another one next time if I'm dared. But you know, you have to make excuses. <laughs> Terrence, what's your tramp stamp? Is it uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not he's that? He's got a case Oktoberfest cover up. Not yet. Sorry. By the way, uh, there's Shia now. Shia, come, come around. Come around real quick. You think we can hide a mic up or something? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, I, I can just switch with him. For a no, no, it's just come around here real quick. 
Hey, I want, first of all, we want to thank you. The coolest cigar bar in all of Miami, Shia. Thank you so much for thank having the dojo in here. Thank you. It's on a the Friday night on Smoke Night Live, the folks at Facebook, if they're ever in Miami, this is where they should come, right? Am I right? I would say so. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's. It, <laughs> I like the cut of your chip. I'm, I'm not sure there's a, a, a more unbiased endorsement than mine, but yeah, you should definitely come by. Come join us. Yeah, this place is amazing. You've got an incredible whiskey selection. Which, an elevator. By, in an elevator. And this, well, it's not, not the cigar selection, too. I mean, but this is a more like, this is like a posh, this is kind of a posh place, right? Like a, hip, a hip joint in the middle of a really cool area in Miami. Yeah. And uh, you had an incredible Super Bowl week, probably, right? Because you're right in the thick of things. Yeah, we are, collectively, we're still recovering a little bit from the Super Bowl. <laughs> it was one hell of a celebration. Yeah, it's, uh, it was a beautiful thing. Well, thank you for having the dojo in, Shia. Oh, the pleasure's ours. All right, brother. Absolutely. Shia Goldberg, ladies and gentlemen, right there. The uh, general manager, right? Is that right? Yes, sir. All right, brother, man. And if you ever want to see something cool, Shia smoked Oro Blancos with two chains on Vice. That was the coolest thing I've ever seen. So. I'll never outdo that. Yeah, you'll never outdo it. (laughs) All right, boys. So what do we got? What's up, Jack? Well, I I wanted to get your take. Did you see the Year of the Rat statue? Did you see the little the little Rat of the Year statue? In statue? Our we have a golden statue. No, is I it didn't. actual gold? I did not. Well, see no, it. it's painted. I, don't, I mean, it's not a gold plated. But we did the, the Year of the Rat, and we had that. You didn't see the statue? No, it was like the centerpiece of the entire booth. I did not see it. The only thing I saw was Pedro grabbed the mic and actually inhaled it. That's that's more <laughs> you you guys. As a reporter, that's Robbie Rats. I'm gonna blame Robbie Rats. <laughs> I took broadcast journalism in ninth grade. And they said, as a reporter, your mic is your mic. You don't give it, not even in a post-game celebration, somebody won the Super Bowl. Your mic is your mic. I'm not, you know, I'm a company <laughs> man. I'm going to defend that. You know, let the mic go. I did not see the statue. So tell us about the statue. Well, it's, we have, we have. Do we, can we get these? Is this, so, so this year we got the the Year of the Rats is re-releasing. It's going to be an event. By the way, the Year of the Rat. I smoked it. It was amazing. So these are cigars that have been kicking around for a little while. Yeah. In 2016, we did a 20th anniversary for the B&T, is that what it's called? The center, the the, the Panther Stadium. We had a yeah. lounge. And this year being you the actual. a lounge there? Had a lounge there. Uh, you didn't know this? No. This was back. This is how the cigar got created. When we, there was a cigar lounge there, we were the sponsor. We created a cigar called the Year of the Rat for the uh, 20th anniversary of there. like 10 years. Yes, so the cigar this year was being named act- for the year that the Avs just destroyed the Panthers in the Stanley Cup. That's true. I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> actually, I am an Avalanche fan, so I will comment on that. Hooray. But uh, the year of the rat, actually, the Chinese year of the rat is this year, so it made all the sense in the world to bring that back. It's a phenomenal cigar. And we have, that'll be at the Drew Diplomat events moving forward, so it's an amazing cigar. And then we have the Rat of the Year program, mm. which is this statue, and it's for consumers so this, this, it's this golden rat that we had painted, and it's holding a little Year of the Rat statue, and it's going to be traveling with us to all of our events this year. So there's just one, and it's a consumer. So just one person that goes to our events will become, and you know, it's many, many things in order to win this. Mm. And we'll, more of this will be revealed throughout the year. But one person will be the rat of the year this year. So now, if somebody else wins it the next year, do they pass it on, or will it, a new? Yeah, it's like a Stanley Cup. You have to yeah, I right. think that that's the. This is not my particular department. I don't know if we're going to be creating new ones or adding to it. Jack, what is your department? I'm all things <laughs> online, baby. Message me. Hit me on. 
like the pictures. <laughs> if you send a if you send a message to Drew a safe cigar, please make it a nice one. A lot of people Does it rival the shaker weight? For the Aganorsha leaf shaker weight. You know, oh, I was so oh, excited. I was so excited about that. I thought that that was going to be like this ongoing thing for years and years and years. And I guarantee you, Terrence has that buried in a box in the far. <laughs> I think one of the guys took it home. You, they stole yeah, it. Tell, tell, tell the viewers what the shake your weight story. So this shake is we had a bunch of plans last year, uh, and we were going to do like we were, each of our stops in our little Florida tour. We had a little like game or something live we could do. So the Aganorsa Leaf logo is the bicep doing the. So we said. Oh, what we'll do is we'll create the Aganorsa Challenge, and you just tape some tobacco to a shake weight, and then we just see how long you can do And I'm not going to do that motion near Terrence's face again. We see how long you can do a shake weight. And then when we kind of got there to do it, it was just four guys in a shake weight. And there was just not the mechanics of it. A lot of questions. Yeah, and then when we went to Drew Estate at the time, we were going to do like a whole thing. We were going to call it Draw Estate. We are going to have the whole office do like a Pictionary. And we got there, and it was, like, in the middle of a regular work day. And we were, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, shut up. We put the posters away. We're, like, oh, yeah. It's a, it's a <laughs> I don't think Terrence was ex- as excited about the shake weight as we were. Well, look, I, I should hope not. I'm going to see if <laughs> I can all, find a photo of that while you guys are talking. All bad ideas were good ideas at one point, and all great <laughs> ideas were bad ideas. You know, it's, like, there was a scenario in which yeah, people would. Socrates. There, there was a scenario in which people were going to travel near and far to use Terrence's shake weight, and that just didn't happen. <laughs> so that's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, that was fun anyway. It's just because Terrence didn't it like it. It didn't make it not. Yeah, it's just because Terrence no, is absolutely I, I, I no thought funny. it was mildly funny. Terrence always gives me a hard time about my you know, performance when I show up to the factory like, like i'm supposed to years like, ago yeah entertain him well, or something. you just don't have to depress me that's all i just don't want to be depressed they show up and they look like you know that was they're, go, they're going out to the gallows this is like a, it was, was like, like two God. years ago oh it feels like yesterday <laughs> yeah so what some people are hungover sometimes not me <laughs> it's very depressing hi jack what do you got what do i got just <laughs> in the can this is just a freestyle thing. freestyle man I've, th- I've thought about this for a long time. Right. So in baseball, yeah, it's interesting because all the parks are a little different, right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you go to, like, back in Houston, they used to have, like, the hill. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. So Green why Mustang. don't we bring that to basketball? Ooh. You know, you go down to Florida. Guys. All of a sudden, you're in two inches of water trying to dribble. Nah, oh, wait, hold on. Oh, see? That is. Nah, that's incredible. That had some nah, legs. You look, you look pretty yoked in that Yeah. Look at him. He's, oh, yeah. You lifting? Picture. That's yeah. one of the better pictures. I've been using the shake weight. You've been shaking, even shaking that weight. Yeah. Look at so I'm gonna keep it the rest of the show. Jordan. Rest of the show. I'm just gonna All put right. that yeah. over here. Yeah, that That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Sorry, <laughs> great. My, my theory is: what if basketball? <laughs> yeah. You could have, you know, some certain home, like in Florida, so like two a, inches of water. You're trying to put that, and then like, oh no! You go to like Arizona, and it's like a snake pit. So you're trying to try to dribble, and there's some like rattlesnakes That's, there. Is it Indiana Jones? I'm saying we could add a little wrinkle to the game. Yeah, you know, I know the NBA is doing great, but you know, I've heard the TV numbers might be down a little bit. I think that the, in baseball, now I'm not a huge baseball guy, so I apologize to baseball fans. But that that whole concept drives me crazy. That like. You know, like the ball goes into the ivy, 
And the oh, ivy. Oh. The ivy's a little. The ball went to the ivy. That's a. a, a the park a, dimensions. That's interesting. We ruled out a double play or whatever. Can't be a home run because it touched the ivy. First world problems here. I mean, yeah. why? What's the. Look, the concrete. How can you live in a world where such things could happen? The concrete. Exactly. Look, the brick wall with. Vines on it is a little, you know, it's a little like, all right, guys, come on, 21st century. And then, you, and then you have the one stadium, what is it, the one with the giant wall? That's that's his. Yeah, yeah. Monster Fenway. That's ridiculous. Well, wouldn't that be interesting, you know, you're playing a hockey game, and then there's, you just, like, come to Colorado, and there's just hills? People get hurt every day. You're playing a sport, making millions of dollars. By the like, way, how are the Brewers doing? They're doing great. Yeah. I think maybe we'll play you guys in the uh, in the in the Stanley. Cup. I don't think you guys are gonna make it. Jeez, Terrence. There's another. You're, thing. you're not in our league. There's mm. another thing, and I know Coop can't defend himself. That came up. So you know, I've been I've been told, and this might be a teaser, but that I may be the winner of the 2019 mm. Cigar Coop Airport Selfie of the Year Award, and I'm you know I would I would accept that graciously. But we really, as a community, need guidance. We need guidelines. We need rules. Because, Eric, you put in a high-effort airport selfie today. I Coop did not like it. And, right? you, and, it's, and he's, he slammed it. Eric, there were graphical things going it on. It was animated. It, it, told you it was interesting. It was visually pleasing. And Coop said, first of all, he said, this is disqualified. <laughs> he's kind of like the FDA of like. That's what I'm like, saying. You yes. know how to, how to like apply for it. Well, he says it doesn't promote the Coop brand, but in, in, inherently now, if you post a selfie from an uh, airport, doesn't I, that promote the? Promote I was the trying to give Coop some love. You know, I mean, there needs to be a committee, and I he's, think a, that, he's a difficult taskmaster. <laughs> I think that if we're going to be, I mean, we as a community, yeah, if we're going to be putting in this effort today. I just, you know, I I spent actually more time than I'd like to admit. Working on Flat Coopie 2.0, <laughs> and I'm trying. To, I'm trying to do everything I can to bring you know honor and glory to my company. <laughs> I need guidelines. I need something to work with. What we need a rule book. What is a Coopie selfie? Can we yeah, form help, help help us help you exploratory <laughs> committee? Because when I go to these airports, when I go to the TGI Fridays in Miami, I'm looking for ideas, but I don't know what's in bounds. I don't know what's out of bounds. <laughs> I don't know if this makes sense to 90% of people that it are watching this right yeah. now. By the way, the TGI Friday. Airport smoke lounge. I go there every time purely because you can smoke there. Yeah. But it's a, it's a little rough. There's like a ton of cigarettes. And if you go there in like August, it's yeah, like, it's, it's like you're sticky. Yeah, it's we like. Got, but every time I go there, every, if, I, if I'm on a flight where where that lounge is open, I, I, I yeah. Always for those, there. for again, we should probably think about the viewers. I'm just we're just gonna go on like an eight minute conversation about like thing, local things. No, in the Miami airport, there's a lounge to smoke. In for TGI it's Friday. a TGI Friday. It's not that complicated a story. It's outside, but it's inside. Yeah, you. So it's you're you're you're, you're in the airport, but above you is it's, now, it's Jack, open. This that, yes, that the bar is a little seedy at this airport, but we always try to smoke the best cigars you can possibly get at this bar. Yeah, that was a thing that started where we, we we got we got stranded there for like hours and hours and hours, and I just had I had brought some crazy cigars down, so it's it's gotten a little more lax because just because I haven't thought forward. But yeah, the goal is for me when I go to that TGI Fridays to always smoke something that's like incredible, like because because you know, like, that's the place that maybe you shouldn't. Yeah, it's the opposite. Like you would want to smoke basically like a. You know, yeah, cigarilla, yeah. <laughs> a pack of Marlboros. Yeah, that's that's what that is. But I try to always like, you know, back in the day I was smoking the Opus Sex, and now I'm trying to smoke like the rare, like try to see what I can scrounge up from around the office. How early do you go to the airport? 
I try to get there as early as possible. Yeah. Right. Is Miami? Yes. <laughs> Joe Gro and I have talked about sometimes you get these early flights, you don't have enough time to get to that TGI Friday. I know. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed when I find out that my flight goes through Dallas instead of Miami. Because that TGI Friday, do you remember Eric and I one time? We had a bit of a layover, and we decided to order Long Island iced teas, but they were like, oh, do you know boba? Like the boba teas? No. You've never heard of it? So boba teas, yeah, like yeah. these little, like, tapioca balls. So we had, like, essentially. You're on TikTok. We essentially had tapioca ball Long Island iced teas, and it was one of the single grossest things I've ever drank. And I've done some, I mean, I've done some drinking. <laughs> I've done some <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm You're all Bro, I've been to the four corners. I was around the world in 80 days, and that was, that was something else. <laughs> Uh, do you guys have thoughts on sign stealing? Question from the audience. Say that, say, say that again, Joe. Uh, Chad, Chad wants to know your thoughts about sign stealing. I don't. You oh, the, the whole sign stealing oh. thing. So here's here's my my take on it. Yeah, it's overblown. And let me tell it's you overblown. Uh, let me tell you Come why. on, Terrence. I think there needs to be death sentences. Would you please listen to me? Yeah, I listen to you now. You listen to me. All right. Is that the 1951 Giants came back? and won the World Series, they're in last place, doing science stealing, and they used a telescope, which was, which was the equivalent of the internet back then. Okay. And so, nope, but they're all, they're all, those guys are, in the, they didn't take the World Series away, like all that is there, like, what's the difference? Maybe they should've. Why? Because the whole game is, is a base, it's so, not like golf. No, it's like golf. no, I mean, I mean, I think you're crossing listen, a line. Wait, 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 with golf. We got it. We got to, yeah. some Texans. This, this coming from a Patriots fan. Oh, we got some Texans in the corner that have some you. strong opinions. In, in golf, the rules are that you're trusted to do the right thing. So okay. in golf, if you cheat, you're 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 broken a trust. Okay. In baseball, you're not. You ha- you have a team of people that are it's to enforce the rules, yeah. and you steal second base, and you can steal signs. And scuffing the ball, they still scuff the ball. I mean, now they don't as much because the pint on that. The pint, not because of the cameras are so good, you can't do it as much anymore. But it's a game that's always kind of done that stuff, and people are acting like, "Oh my God, I can't!" This is just this yeah. honorable game. But where, where does it end? Terrence? So I mean, they were wearing like you know, like sensors. I, on I don't like, mind punishing them, but like they're making it sound like like stripping this, them. This pure game has been destroyed by these people. It's like, this is how the game has always been. You want to punish them, that's fine. Yeah, but well, don't make it sound like it's holier than thou. Baseball has always had their issues with the bending of the rules, right, in the 90s. But the issue was in the 90s and early 2000s when baseball was the most exciting was when cheating was most prevalent, right? Like, right. Say baseball. steroids era. But and and actually, in fairness, steroids were not, they weren't banned until like the late 90s. So you so, could actually legally do them. I mean, not legally, but yeah. you could, you, it would be violating baseball rules to do them. So, and, and th- something that Trey brought up today that was interesting that I thought about is, like, they did this for a long, long period of time. And none of the other teams caught them on it. So, it's you know, a bit of it is, like, some gamesmanship. Like, if you're the other team, you know, you have millions of dollars invested in your research. Maybe somebody could pick up on this. And then also, the thing that kind of might have thrown a hook in it is, is that baseball – Warn the Astros, like, hey, you've been accused of some stuff. And they continued to do it. So my mm. issue, the technology, like, obviously what they did was wrong. I think the technology aspects. So, you know, when a, when a runner's on, they do a complicated amount of signs. It's two, right. three, five, pop, pop. But when it's just the pitcher and the catcher, they'll just go one fastball, two curveball, three change up, that sort of thing. So when you're using a guy out there and then you're relaying that to somebody in the dugout and you're banging on a trash can, 
Obviously, there should be some sort of punishment. I don't know if you strip the World Series from him. Well, it sounds to me like Terrence just thinks that that's just totally, totally cool. Like, all right. Well, I don't think you've been listening to what I said. What I said I is that... That is exactly what he said, Eric. Yeah. Thank you. You're yeah. 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 Smoke the law! I'm going to say so many words by just saying that. You know, so thank you for the paraphrase. <laughs> no, I don't mind them being punished. But they, they take away the World Series. I mean, again, I mean, I remember one time with the Red Sox and Yankees, they, like, they didn't want to call the guy for scuffing the ball because they, they had been doing it, too. Yeah. So they, they, they didn't, he was doing it so obviously that they had to call him out on it. But it's. Well, I, I mean, it's a game where people bend the rules, and fine, they they took it a little further, and they got caught, and they can get punished for it, whatever. Well, they're gonna also, how did you guys feel about their apologies? It was it was kind of weak, to be honest. It was kind of it was kind of everything was like like the Jose Altuve thing. Yeah, 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 Ortiz was he called the guy who who uh, the whistleblower. He called him a snitch. Yeah, that, well, he was a snitch. He was like, like the guy's a snitch. But <laughs> that is a snitch move. I mean, but like the Altuve thing, like. I think there's one thing to just say, like, hey, this is a decision we made as an organization to get a competitive advantage. In retrospect, it was wrong. But Altuve with the shirt thing was like, I'm a shy guy. Yeah. It's just like, at this point, when it's, like, pretty clear, like, there was a guy that went through and watched every single Astros home at the bat for years and, like, marked the trash can bangs and everything that you could possibly record and, like, proved to a decent extent like, you, you, at that point, you should probably just come clean and be like, hey. now, I would hate to be an Astros batter this year because they're going to get just absolutely pulled. I mean, that would, baseball will have its revenge. Like, you're going to get – if you're Jose Altuve, you're going to get hit 20 times this that, year. That would be like if in football, like, you had a guy, like, go record yeah, practices exactly. or something from, from your, the opposing and then, team. And then, and, then, and then years later, what they do is yeah. they – they, t- they have their equipment guy, you know, like do some weird stuff. To footballs or something. And then a couple years after that, that, they have an additional assistant that's on the, the kind video of team stuff. Record that, the bangles. I mean, that would, line, that'd be so, that would never happen. That would agreement, Terrence. It would that, never happen. That, that sort of stuff is wrong, right? You know? If it happened. <laughs> yeah. So when it happened <laughs> in the past. Which it didn't. The deflating thing is basically made up. They basically had to retract all that stuff. All that, the whole thing with the balls being up. Seriously, look at ESPN. They had to, they had to track. Right. It does seem, sort of seem like the there's there's always something going on in in Patriots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> with the Patriots, though, you don't hear that about like you know. Well, because they win all the time, and when you win, people come after you. Okay, well, yeah, maybe let's look at why they're winning all the time. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> well, and also I want to say before we leave, and there should be no other comments besides this. Uh, Tom Grit, he's not that good. He's a system quarterback, and without Belichick, he'd be nothing. So, hey, have a good night, you guys. It's been a great, great parents. Good to see you, man. Such a good time. I don't think we can be friends. Disgusting. I threw a little in my mouth. Disgusting. Oh, my gosh. Now, Terrence, um, Tom Grady, great man. Terrence, yeah, I don't Jordan, want to hear that again. You, Jordan, yeah. We already talked about the Supreme Leaf a little bit, but I, uh, some guys were wondering when the actual release dates were going to be. The actual, you broke up a little bit. The, the main release, he said March. The, uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be March. It, it'll be March. Can... <laughs> buy it. Yeah, the, uh, I get part next Tuesday at Party Stars, and then at, uh, uh, and then and then uh, March is the main release. Right. But we have a couple of events next week. Uh, I think this would be a great time, just before we wrap up, to break out our new bit publicly. Terrence, you want to take him into the uh, 
the guitar in Italian bit a little bit? Or... <laughs> so, Eric has a very Italian last name. No, and so, oh, wow. That's a, Scott, that is the nicest thing anybody's ever said about me. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> and so he keeps talking. It's, he's, he's clearly, you know, Italian yeah, by his looks and by thing. his name. And he, but he, he's always talking about he's Italian. He's saying this thing we have, our thing, Cosa Nostra. <laughs> and so Nostra. it just seems odd that a, a person, you know, With a black person, you know, you know, has, has this Italian heritage. And so what we've decided is that there's an Italian neighborhood in Oslo, Sweden. <laughs> Back where I'm from. It's, Nor it's, Nor it's Norway. Norway is where Back, in, yeah, Nor yeah, Back in my yeah. time, we used to do all these flippies on our skis. We used to ride them, and then we used to do a big old jump. <laughs> now these boys are running around here doing flippies. In, in my day. country, it's dark. Uh, 20 hours a day in the winter. <laughs> we don't do the big meatball. We have the meatball that are very small. Uh. So the Swedish chef is actually Italian. That's... Uh, that's uh, that's yeah, Eric's grandfather. That's, just a little, yeah. that's a little Swedish meatball for you, the audience, to run with. Thanks, <laughs> 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 <Hey>, Jordan. <laughs> I'm just going to keep that up. We got to, uh, guys, check out our audience at this point. We got a real uh, audience. It sounds like you're oh, look, at oh. look at those guys. Dominic? That's a wild dunk gun. Dominic, how's your ankle? Oh, man. Scott hey, no, he, he's Stick having everyone man. do everything for him. Stickman's a good name. Stickman, he is a he is the like a Colorado Symphony composer. Composer, he did uh, he did um, he did the full arrangement for both Tenacious D and Weird Al's uh, symphony yeah. full orchestral sets at Red Rocks, and he also does a yeah. show on PBS. He's just yeah. a He's a man of many talents. Who, who? Just think of all the crazy stuff going on in Scott, Dojo Studios. Just, just give us one of these, you know, just just so they can get a taste. A taste of. Yeah, get, give us a taste of the. Oh, uh, he he's yeah. gonna, oh, he's got. Oh, here we go. Yeah, see. He, there we go. Yeah. You can see it, right? Oh, that, what meter yeah. is that? Yeah. Hey, to ask Scott what it was better, Tenacious D or Weird Al. Uh, live show, Weird Al is really tough to beat. He's he's just so good at it. Uh, Tenacious D hanging out with them; those are the coolest guys ever. So, it's a it's a oh, split. Man. <laughs> yeah, wow. You're the coolest guy ever. Scott. There we go. All right, Scott. Great. We're to gonna see have you. a Scott off back in the live studio. This is gonna be tough. Yeah, that was amazing. Who will reign supreme? Was that Quinn in there too? Yeah, it was Quinn. Quinn, the uh, he's a rep yep, for uh, JSK. Got Nugs coming. Scott actually had a flat tire on the way over here, and so Quinn had to go pick him up. That's, that's uh, wow! Wow! That's Quinn, incredible. That's the situation we're Quinn working. Quinn picked with. him up and carried him on his back all the way back to the studio. All right, boys. So we will see you guys uh, next Friday night. I will be at the Alec Bradley headquarters. Global headquarters. It'll be the day before uh, Earl Dashi comes out. That'll be a ton of fun. Parents, thank you for joining us on Smoke Night Live. It was on mostly enjoyable. I, out of all, uh, out of all the people I know, you guys are both two of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, and Jack, thank you for picking me up at the airport today. It's been good. It's been a good day. We're gonna have some fun the next two days. Uh, great smoke tomorrow, both of you guys. Yep, that'll be a blast. And be sure to ask Terrence about the special process and his entire presentation when you get there. So give him a ticket, and then he'll give you. 
four puditos and you'll smoke them or tobacchiatos, what do you call them? No, no, that's going to happen. Okay. So see him <laughs> tomorrow and make sure to ask him about a special presentation. Food me out. All right, folks. So, uh, hey, we're just getting started. It's Smoke Night Live. That means Friday Night Hearth. We're downtown, baby. We're and that means we want to see you're now playing. We want to see what you're smoking. We want to see what you're drinking. Just what we do every single Friday night. Because Friday night belongs to the dojo, baby. Dojo! Yo. So, uh, Jordan. Yo. We will see you guys later. Thanks for everybody joining us on Facebook. It was a great time. Thanks to the uh, Cigars for Warriors guys over here. Hey, hey, hey. Cigars for Warriors. I Shout wish we could show you guys them. They're hanging out over there, storming the guys. But uh, we'll be back uh, next Friday night. Until then, remember, never uh, smoke alone. So, you guys next Friday night. Hey, I'm Nick, man, and I buy my sweet, sweet stogies online. My website's got like 11 options, 12. I got like nine. So what's it going down? Anyway, they ship here super quick. Just ask my ma. Right, ma? Hmm? So yeah, like 12 to 13 business weeks he'll be here. So go to my website, man. I remember him. That was me. Sad, lonely, no women, wearing three-day-old underwear. That was before I discovered JRCigars.com, the world's largest cigar store. With a huge variety of cigars, the best prices, and the most amazing shipping options. I get my cigars just like that. So don't be like him. Be like me. And order your cigars from JRCigars.com.